Welcome back to Off the Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, the Styrian Grand Prix was filled with some very, very exciting things for certain teams. Very disappointing for others. Uh, some drivers had amazing races. Others didn't really have the best race. So let's kind of get into it, starting with the team at the bottom of the Constructors' Championship, Haas. Now, Haas predictably, once again, is finishing in last. Now, two drivers were forced to retire earlier in the race. Nikita Mazepin finished 18th, the last car to cross the finish line, uh, which a lot of fans probably could predict. And then Schumacher uh, coming in 16th, so really one car separating them. And that car belonged to Williams. So Haas, not the best weekend, obviously. Uh, honestly, it's it's not surprising that Haas is having another bad weekend in a row. I mean, Haas, no points on the board. Uh, Williams, their main rival, not any points on the board for them either. So really, this is a battle of position here. And this week, uh, Haas just didn't even really perform at the Red Bull ring, so unfortunately for them, <laughs> they may not even uh, be able to perform uh, next weekend, uh, which is also at the Red Bull ring, so, but uh, Williams, Williams had Nicholas Latifi uh, finish in 17th, not the best race for, for Latifi, as he kind of had a little incident uh, with Pierre Gasly, uh, after Gasly had an incident with uh, Charles Leclerc, and then uh, Gasly suffered a, a tire p puncture, and that kind of affected Antonio Giovinazzi and Nicholas Latifi early in the race. Uh, Latifi had to go in and pit to fix, uh, I believe it was uh, either, I believe it was his tires, uh, and then obviously later on he did his, what would have been uh, his traditional just one stop uh, pit stop. So he did have a, a two-stop race, but it was it was not uh, really a strategic uh, move on uh, the Williams uh, part. It was mainly due to damage. But uh, George Russell, George Russell had a phenomenal race. After Yuki Tsunoda was uh, suffered a three-place grid penalty after an incident in P3 where he was. Uh, uh, blocking Valtteri Bottas and they kind of penalized him for it. I mean, George Russell was moved up, started P10. Amazing day for him in terms of being able to start P10. One of the best starts uh, of the season for him. And then he goes, he moves up into eighth. Amazing race up until his first pit stop, which, I mean, lasted for 18 seconds. They changed the tires, they lowered the car, and they the Williams is definitely not the best, the fastest car on the grid. It's definitely not the fastest car. And uh, they were clearly having problems with it running higher up, running at that higher elevation. And so they really had to kind of force that power unit to, to kind of perform. And, I mean, George Russell was having the drive of his life for Will at Williams, so, I mean, he was in point, 
position. I mean, he could have been the determining factor. He could have put Williams so high up uh, in the standings. Like, they could have passed Alfa Romeo uh, today. And unfortunately for for Russell, he was forced to retire 11 laps after uh, his first pit stop, which his first pit stop being 18 seconds, dropped him from 8th to P18. So not a phenomenal pit stop for Williams. And it was mainly due to the power unit problems that they were having. And then, uh, unfortunately for Russell, being forced to retire after having an amazing start, definitely uh, upsetting for him. And, and you got to question, does he really want to stay at Williams after this season? I mean, the Mercedes has two uh, possible seats open. I believe that they're going to fill one with Lewis Hamilton again, obviously. Uh, Hamilton stating that he is uh, already in contract discussions with them, so... But Valtteri Bottas is definitely uh, up in the air, and a lot of rumors are going around with with that. And I think George Russell, if he has already signed a contract with Mercedes and they're keeping it quiet, I think that's going to be announced at the British Grand Prix. So really, I mean, we just have to wait a few more few more weeks, and uh, I think that's going to be the biggest news of the British Grand Prix if it, if that is the case. If it's not the case, Russell is definitely. Uh, either going to stay at Williams or he's going to be looking for a seat somewhere else. And unfortunately for him, he is not in a car that will show the just the, the level of skill that he has as a driver. Alfa Romeo, they they had a, a decent weekend, actually, despite not getting any points. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen finishing in 11th. Raikkonen having a, a little brush with Charles Leclerc. And then, uh, I mean... Raikkonen kind of fighting Daniel Ricciardo for for a very good chunk of the race. Daniel Ricciardo definitely uh, expressed his feelings about that uh, after the race on his team radio. Um, but Kimi Raikkonen did put up a, a good fight. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi, unfortunately, in the first lap, uh, he had a little brush with Pierre Gasly. So not the best uh, start that he's had, but he did come in 15th, so he kind of, that's the lowest position that he's finished so uh, this season. I mean, he finished uh, 15th in Spain, he finished 15th the previous weekend in France, and then uh, 15th uh, in Austria. So hopefully next weekend is a little bit better for, for Alfa Romeo, maybe they get a point. Maybe they don't. I don't know. It's unpredictable. Uh, and the, the sport of Formula 1 is very unpredictable. Uh, and, I mean, talk about unpredictable. Alpine, they kind of, I think they they were having an amazing, amazing, I believe it was P1, where Esteban Ocon just kind of came in, finished second. And a lot of people were probably thinking, wow. Where was that last weekend in France? But uh, unfortunately for, for Alpine and, and uh, Esteban Ocon, not the best race of the season for them. Uh, Ocon finished 14th. Alonso finished 9th. So Alonso did score them a few points. Uh, unfortunately, though, they were kind of, uh, you know, Alonso was kind of in this uh train battle they were it was one after another 
and he was kind of fighting with several of the drivers to uh, to even get that ninth place position. To he was kind of jumping around there from seventh to eighth to ninth, you know, back up to eighth. Uh, so really, Alonso was kind of fighting it out there, and um, Ocon just didn't have the best race, and that could have been due to just the high altitude and the heat that was uh, present in Austria. So, uh, Aston Martin, I mean, Sebastian Vettel, not his best finish of the year. I mean, finishing 12th. And, you know, he did do fairly well this race. He did kind of put up a good fight uh, against a lot of uh, individuals. And then, you know, Lance Stroll is kind of a little bit surprising. He he took 8th, uh, finishing above Sebastian Vettel, which... The majority of the races, uh, Vettel has finished above uh, Stroll. So, I mean, Lance Stroll kind of coming in, scoring some much-needed points for uh, Aston Martin, kind of closing the gap on Alpha Tauri. Uh, Stroll actually did have a, a fairly good race, so I think that uh, Aston Martin should walk away happy with the points that they did receive. Obviously not the most ideal, because they want both their drivers to score points. But... Alpha Tauri, a team that unfortunately was not able to have both their drivers score points. Unfortunately, they were a team that didn't even have both their drivers finish the race. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda, being the only uh, Alpha Tauri driver to finish the race, finished in 10th, so they did get one point, which isn't ideal, uh, but one point is better than nothing. Uh, so. Unfortunately, Pierre Gasly, in the first lap of the race, uh, I believe it was turn one, he kind of had a brush with uh, Charles Leclerc, and it broke off a piece of, uh, it damaged uh, Charles Leclerc's uh, front wing of his Ferrari, and it actually caused a left rear puncture on uh, Gasly's Alpha Tauri, so not ideal. Not, not the ideal way to, to end your race. Uh, he was on his... He obviously was at the beginning of the race, so he had to make a whole lap around before he could uh, before he could pit. And on turn three, unfortunately, uh, he made contact with Antonio Giovinazzi, who uh, kind of spun after the uh, initial hit. And then as he was kind of going off the track, he did make contact with Nicholas Latifi. So not the best, and I believe he might have made contact with uh, Daniel Ricciardo, but not the best, most ideal way to, to, to go out. Uh, you saw when he was going into the pits that he did have suspension damage, and at that point you can't just slap on a, a set of new tires and say, alright, go back out there. He uh, sadly was was uh, forced to retire from the race, which is not what you want to see from a driver like Pierre Gasly, because he's always a little bit unpredictable, especially up at the top, because he just finds a way to make Formula One even more interesting than it is. He's one of those drivers that's just kind of lurking in the depths and waiting for the precise moment where he can strike. Uh, obviously, he, uh, he got third in Azerbaijan, which not the most predictable podium that anyone could have done, so uh, obviously this week's podium a little bit more predictable. Uh, 
but I mean Gasly unfortunately we didn't get to see what he uh what he could do in Austria so hopefully uh next weekend we get to see him in the Red Bull ring for a little bit more than just the one lap uh Ferrari Ferrari had Carlos Sainz kind of give a really nice battle throughout the race him and uh, Daniel Ricciardo did kind of fight it out for a little bit and uh Sixth place, not bad for Sainz. He did finish one place above uh, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc getting driver of the day, which not bad if you're Ferrari. Not bad at all if you're Ferrari, actually, because they've kind of been struggling lately. I mean, in France, they didn't even get any points, so not not the best. Uh, so, but, I mean, Charles Leclerc kind of <laughs> had a, a bit bit of an interesting uh, race because he made contact with Pierre Gasly. Then he made contact with uh, uh, Kimi Räikkönen. And Kimi Räikkönen's, uh, he broke a, a small piece of Kimi Räikkönen's front wing off. So uh, Räikkönen not happy about that. Uh, and he expressed uh, his emotions uh, on his team radio the, the minute that it happened. So Charles Leclerc definitely not driver of the day if you're Pierre Gasly or Kimi Raikkonen because uh, their races uh, weren't as spectacular as uh, Charles Leclerc. But he did he did have a good fight, uh, kind of climbing back up the uh, the uh, order. So Charles Leclerc obviously performing very well despite having a, a few brushes with some uh, with some fellow drivers. Uh, he did state that it was one of his best uh, uh, races of his life. So. Truth be told, uh, he's definitely had uh, an interesting weekend in in Austria. So hopefully next weekend he uh, he has an even better one. Hopefully without uh, damaging uh, more cars. But uh, McLaren, I mean the Ferrari drivers, both getting points, just a few points away from being able to beat. McLaren, but there is one driver that just stands in the way of Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc, and that is Lando Norris. Lando Norris being the most consistent driver on the grid this year, scoring points in every single Grand Prix so far. Once again, he scored points in fifth, finishing P5, getting McLaren 10 points, 10 points that they need to extend their lead over Ferrari. So they are currently sitting at with 120 points. Not bad. Not bad if you're McLaren. You are sitting in third. You've got a close fight with Ferrari. But truth be told, they probably could have had a podium or finished with two extra points uh, being in fourth. But uh, I see where the McLaren team is coming from, telling Lando, like, we can't fight with the McLaren or the McLaren just can't keep up with the Mercedes and the Red Bull. We're not going to fight them because it may not end well for us. You may, you know, get, you know, in, into an accident. You may cause an incident on the track. Then you miss out on, on being uh, a consistent point scorer uh, for every Grand Prix this year. You And Lando obviously is looking for, well, I, I think I can get the podium. Uh, he did have to move aside for uh, Perez and Botas because his team told him to. Obviously, he's probably not very happy with it, uh, but I do see where the McLaren team is coming from. They are just looking to get points, and if they get enough points to stay above Ferrari, 
that's a good enough race for them. Danny Ricardo, unfortunately, finishing 13th out of the point uh, positions. But, I mean, Daniel Ricardo finishing a hell of a lot better in uh, in France than he did in Austria. And it's a little upsetting uh, for the McLaren fans because it looked like Daniel Ricciardo really clicked with McLaren back in France. And then in Austria, he just had that that battle with Kimi Raikkonen, which ate up a lot of the race. And, I mean, Daniel Ricciardo easily could have uh, probably made up a lot of places on the on the in the uh, standings, but I mean, him fighting with Kimi Raikkonen for for a majority of the race, not not easily uh, being able to climb back up. It's it's not uh, not the best race for for Daniel Ricciardo. Hopefully, uh, next weekend will be better for him. I think a lot of McLaren fans are hoping for that as well. Um, Mercedes, I mean. Mercedes has not had the best past four races. They've been on the podium the past two races, but not the best considering that they have not been the winner of the races. Uh, This time, instead of having two Red Bull drivers, there were two Mercedes drivers on the podium, so Lewis Hamilton in second, Valtteri Bottas in third, Botas did fight with Sergio Perez towards the end of the race. It looked like Perez could have caught him, so uh, Botas probably very glad that there was not an extra lap or two uh, in that race when Perez uh, was gaining on him, because Perez very easily would have uh, would have been able to to be on the podium with fresher tires. Uh, but I mean, Hamilton probably not as happy as he uh, as he uh, usually is. <laughs> On the Mercedes, uh, in the Mercedes garage. I mean, normally standing on top of the podium. This time he's watching. Uh, he's watching Max Verstappen stand up there. Not the best. Uh, not the best when you're uh, normally on top. Not the best feeling. So Hamilton, without a doubt, probably questioning, just like everyone else in the Mercedes garage. How do we beat Red Bull? Four straight wins. Max Verstappen's back-to-back straight wins. So if you're Red Bull, Red Bull is beaming right now. Uh, Christian Horner uh, said that Sergio Perez drove the hell out of the car today. Uh, And Sergio Perez, clearly, uh, he did did fight uh, towards the end. Unfortunately for him, he did kind of have a little bit of of an error uh, when it came to his, his first pit stop. It, the front or the back tire just didn't want to come off as easily and go back on, so did was one of the longer tires that it took to put on. So unfortunately, he lost time there. He wasn't able to catch up to uh, Valtteri as Valtteri was leaving the pits, so he was not able to uh, to gain a position on him. But I mean, an outstanding race if you're Red Bull, mainly because Max Verstappen had a 35-second gap between him and Lewis Hamilton. And, I mean, Sergio Perez then coming in and and stealing the fastest lap from Hamilton. Uh, Very, very good move on on Red Bull's part. Unfortunately for them, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes decided that they were going literally, I, I believe it was lap 70, they called Hamilton into the pits. They said, all right, we're putting 
soft tires on your car, go for it. And unfortunately for them, that meant he was getting the fastest lap, which he did receive. So, I mean, if you're if you're a Red Bull fan, you got to be happy about the day because Max Verstappen extending his lead over uh, Lewis Hamilton, and then I mean Sergio Perez uh, scoring big points for Red Bull. But I mean, all of this, and now we are also at the Red Bull ring. Red Bull, the team, is thrilled that they've been able to win at their home Grand Prix. But the big question is, is can they do that two weekends in a row? And there's only one way to find out, and that is to just wait for the next weekend. So thank you for joining this episode of Off the Grid. You can find us on Twitter at F1 Off the Grid or go to our website, f1offthegrid.net join us next week where we will preview the Austrian Grand Prix and we will see if Max Verstappen and Red Bull can win for another straight race <laughs>